the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I am John. And uh, today, episode 17 of season two, Otto Berserk. My love for you is like a truck. Otto Berserk. Would you <laughs> like to making fuck Otto Berserk? <laughs> Last episode, um, we had Grapple and Hoist, and Grapple wanted to uh, validate himself. So he ignored yeah. Optimus's orders. He built the solar power tower with the help of the Constructicons, of all people, things, robots. Uh, and then when their true plans, the Decepticons' true plans were revealed, Optimus and company arrived and saved Grapple and Hoist. But they made them clean up the mess. They did have to clean up their mess yeah. like big boys. And this uh, this week is uh, my love for you is like a rock. Autobusak, would you like to suck my cock? Autobusak. Oh the Autobots are overseeing the testing of the Negavator. The Negavator. Yeah, I had to like rewind it like six times. Like, what the Same hell did here. he just say? At first, I thought it was the Mega Fader. Yeah, that's what and I And then it was like, oh, no, it's the Mega Vader, like Darth Vader. And then <laughs> I had to actually Google, like, a, a, a show now or a show summary to find out it was the Nega Vator. Vator with a T. Oh, I have it spelled right then. Oh, wow. Hey, it's basically <laughs> just a big cannon. That Even a broken clock is right twice a day, right? <laughs> it's, it's a big cannon that just dematerializes things. It just... Yeah, they just shoot this gigantic gantry. It looks like it should have a rocket attached to it, and just poof, gone. That's it. It's out of here. So uh, Soundwave spies in the humans uh, and the Autobots working on the Negavator and <laughs> yeah. relays that information to the Decepticons. <laughs> One and of the officers is like, hey, Frank, or whatever his name is, don't forget your tape recorder, and he goes up and picks it up. Like, if you didn't bring a tape recorder, why do you? Why oh, would yeah. you? Oh, <laughs> there's that tape recorder I might have brought on board. And the hmm. George Carlin bit. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, he's thinking to himself, these suckers, they don't realize. I'm getting a free tape recorder. Everything's <laughs> yeah. coming up great. So uh, Red Alert has his doubts that this thing is going to sway the war. And then he kind of shorts out in his brain. He has his sparks in his yeah. head. He's like, the Decepticons attacking. And then Soundwave actually does attack. Um, and the Autobots roll out of this bunker they're at at this base. And Red Alert and Inferno have to stay behind to basically guard the base and control yeah, the negative. Inferno's just chomping at the bit, man. He wants to get out there. Oh, he does not. Yeah. yeah. He does and not want to be Alert's there. It's like, no, you got to stay Come here on. and guard the base. And Red Alert is really big on like, we're friends. You have to help me. Yeah. Uh, so Ironhide Optimus and I hoist, I think. They go out and they fight a bunch of the tapes. Ravage, Frenzy. Is Rumble there? Yeah, Rumble is there. Laser Beak, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Frenzy's just letting them have it. With the he is. Like, he's bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Frenzy's, I mean, he's a big puncher. We've said it before. Hey, mm. Frenzy's, he's trouble. Uh, and the Autobots have to fall back because Frenzy's all his shooting creates a, guess what, cave-in yeah, at like, the bunker. But why doesn't Prime just transform and drive through the wall again? I mean, he's done that at least once before when Sideswipe was trying to punch through the rock he's like just move and really? boom right yeah. through <laughs> that, I, that was, I remember that that was good um, Inferno back with Red Alert says screw this I'm gonna go help he runs out and when he comes out to help uh Optimus, eventually they do drive through. They smash through the, the cave-in. And Optimus gets tackled by Frenzy, and then Rumble gets in the Negavator, and he's about to shoot Optimus when Inferno 
shoots uh, Rumble. Yeah. I thought there's, there's one scene here where like Soundwave's like Rumble eliminate resistance, and Rumble's like, "Dude, what the fuck do you think <laughs> I'm doing here? Like, I'm trying." I do like his attitude. He's like, "Yeah, yeah. come on, hey." Rumble is, if there was one Decepticon who was going to say, I'm walking here, it would like be Rumble. He turns the gun around. Here, yeah. you can do it better. Here, take the fucking gun and you show me, wise guy. They, so they flee. They run away. and But as they're fleeing, Rumble fires a missile into the bunker. And this was a great traveling shot. Yeah, it's like it's like missile vision or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, it goes all the way down the hall, like around turns and everything else, and hits Riddler right in the back and while he's sitting in this chair. Bull, and like launches him, blows him up, and he gets pinned under a bunch of uh, rubble, and he's calling out for Inferno, come save me, come save me. Yeah. And eventually Hoist comes in and saves him but then when inferno comes in red alert gets really pissed at him he's like you yeah. abandoned me i like thought you we were betrayed friends. me is, a, or mm. he, is, is the word he's used and, and now he thinks that inferno wants his job is the reason he did it like and optimus says like look nobody's going after your job dude you've got some electro glitch in your head yeah why don't you get it checked out and red's like no 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 look it comes and goes it's nothing which i gotta say this now Red is going through a, some form of depression. Also, I will mm. say I like that they call him Red, so I'm going to call him Red. But Red is going through some form of depression. It's very cartoonized, and it's very ham-fisted, and it's his mm. electro circuits, but it is legitimate depression of some kind, and this episode handles it as well as I could have hoped. Yeah, for, for something that's like 30-plus yeah. years ago. But basically, he it, says, it look, really it's nothing. You ever heard yeah, I don't need help. I don't need help. Shows talk about back in the 80s, yeah. I know, yeah. No, but yeah, nobody talked about that. Well, I'm sure a few people did, but not like today, not in a healthy way. So Optimus says, fine, uh, we're going to roll out for the Ark and take the Negavator back. And the Decepticons know this is coming, so they take position. And yeah. as they're coming up, Optimus detects a sound. He's oh, he rumble knocks a bunch of rocks. Yeah, off he the knocks edge. a few rocks down accidentally. Yeah, and then Megatron gets mad at him. And in the very next shot, he commands Rumble to cause an avalanche. Mm-hmm. It's like, but I, I think the whole setup here was that okay, the Autobots know we're here now. Might as well just get them. But but Red Alert detects Rumble, but he's like, you know what? Nah, it's nothing. Don't worry yeah, about go it. Go ahead. Which again, going to the depression thing. He doesn't give a shit. Who cares? Yeah. Um, so they, the Autobots get caught in this uh, avalanche, and we go to a commercial break. And when we come back, the Decepticons start attacking them. So Hoist and Grapple, Grapple abandon the Negavator, and they go help the Autobots. Yeah, they just, they'll just leave this thing here. It's fine. Yeah, really. So <laughs> on a level, thing Red, Red Alert should be just disappear. as angry at They at leave that two. behind and start digging them out manually. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. anyway um, so Smokescreen comes in. I realized in this episode, Smokescreen, he's bullshit. He's a gimmick transformer. The one thing he does is blast <laughs> smoke out his tailpipe. Yeah. That's it. Like, the, the Autobots use so many non-lethal forms of weaponry mm. that why... Like, okay, tra- uh, Trailbreaker... No, Cliff Jumper has, like, a, a freeze ray. He shoots these little freeze bombs at people, but they don't call him Chili Willy. <laughs> he's, he's Cliff Jumper. So why smokescreen? It's the yeah. only thing he does is he creates smokescreens. What yeah. a waste. And, and, but uh, I love what happens here because they all, the Decepticons, the jets, they fly into the thing, and, but the smoke sticks to them. 
Yeah, it and, does. Uh, and then Smokescreen shoots them with something, and they all start talking ridiculous, like, smoke to I stuck jet the I am starting ridiculous talking too. Like, what? It's like <laughs> the sheriff in Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> Remember that? That's like, that, I think, is like the second or third Robin Hood Men in Tights callback <laughs> yeah, in the show. We, because we that got was a good Mirage movie. shooting two bullets at once in the last one. Yeah. So in all that confusion with the smoke, Starscream smashes into the side that of the yeah, yeah, he oh, Ramjet is it? Slams right into it and knocks Megatron out of it. Oh, yeah, no, no, no Starscream hits a cliff. Yeah, Ramjet is like, if I'm going down, I'm taking out an Autobot and hits the, <laughs> yeah. the uh, Negavator. But I'm sure he thought there was an Autobot in it because yeah. just as Megatron had armed it and was aiming it at the Autobots, Ramjet smokes <laughs> just it, smashes right into it, and then they all, <laughs> as they do, they flee. But they leave behind Starscream. Yeah, because, you know, I'm sure that he's not going to try to take that thing to usurp Megatron. I That's mean, not his style. He's all peace, love, and happiness, he man. He's going to go to the library after this. So um, Optimus gets in, in uh, Red, Red Alert's face. He's like, you knew that was coming. What What the hell? And Red Alert, he's like, you guys all want to get rid of me, so fuck you. Yep, and he just books it. And, and Optimus is like, and I got to, again, go and... This really played well in that Optimus comes in clinical. He's like, you need a whole entire overhaul. Basically, yeah, grab like, him. We're going to get wheel jacked and rip every his brain out. And Red Alert is like, screw this, and runs. Hmm. And they give chase. And we go to Starscream for a bit here where he vows revenge on Megatron. Yeah, but as he does. Autobots track Red to this nearby city that in Autobot fashion is all but abandoned. <laughs> yeah. There's like, there's nobody in the road. There's no I love cars, how there's no, the no suburbs or outskirts either. It's just grass, 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 grass. Skyscraper! 20-story building. <laughs> yeah. So the Autobots think they catch him, but he turns out to be like the fire chief's car. <laughs> yeah, I love the scene. Like, Iron Eye picks the thing. Come on, Red, buddy. And the fire chief's like, hey, put that down. as mine. Oh, sir, I thought it was a friend of mine. And then the chief's like, I really need that vacation. <laughs> like, oh I love God. that there's still these characters who see the Autobots or the Decepticons and go, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Yeah. Like, guys, it's been a couple years now. Yeah. They've been on the news. <laughs> so they uh, they keep looking around for him. And while Red is wandering around this town, you hear Starscream say, hey, come on in here. And he walks into this garage and a hand goes on his shoulder, which is obviously Starscream's hand. Yeah, it's and he turns hand, around yeah. and they play like, who could it be? And we go to a commercial break. Yeah, Red alert's like, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> when we come back, it's Starscream. Yeah, I love I love how Starscream does that. If because uh, uh, first Red Alert's like, oh, you're the enemy. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever. Starscream's like, if he does the old, uh, if I wanted to kill you, we wouldn't be talking bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which the Decepticons did in the last episode with uh, Grapple and uh, Hoist. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the Decepticons. Um, and but Red's like, I won't join the Decepticons, and Starscream says, Who's asking you to? Which I really like that line. Yeah. And we go back to the Autobots, and they're getting low on power. They can't take another attack. They need to get the Negavator back. So as much as he doesn't want to, Optimus tells the Autobots to head back for the Ark. Yeah. And when they get there, they take it to a place. Oh, no, no, no. Starscream and Red, we go back to them. And they basically agree to work together to show their respective sides how smart they are. They're going to work together and steal the Negavator. Yeah. The Starscream's just buttering them up and everything. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. Like you, you, and you can see this, that like Red is coming from a really bad place. He, can't, he doesn't know right from left and wrong from right, but Starscream is, he's laying it on that thick Starscream sarcastic yeah. talk that, you know, he's manipulating this guy. Yeah. So 
Uh, we go back to the Ark, and the Autobots put the Negavator on what is called level nine of the Ark. <laughs> yeah. And that level has, like, tanks and missiles, and not yeah, Transformers, like, like legitimate tanks that of... humans drive. Yeah. What are you guys doing with all this weaponry? Like, why, why do well, the Autobots need uh, tanks? They keep calling it the bunker, so I think it's just some other base somewhere else. So maybe, uh, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Oh, I thought it was the bunker when they were at the, the launch, but I thought that level nine was actually at the Ark. Oh, okay. I don't know. Either I, way. I thought it was at the bunker. By the way, yeah, they take this thing down nine floors like, to be all secure, right? And then mm-hmm. they just put it behind bars. like In a room wow. with a giant open vent. Not even a <laughs> yeah. grill plate over this motherfucker. It's just a big <laughs> hole in the wall. And then we go to... Um, we go to Starscream and Red, and they're sneaking the Ark, and Red is like, well, of course I know how to get in. I'm the security expert yeah, of this thing, because I've been here for though. 4 million and 36 years now. <laughs> and they head in, and when they... Oh, uh, Ravage witnesses this, relays that yeah, back you, to Megatron. You notice in this scene where it shows Ravage's face, it kind of looks like he's wearing lipstick. <laughs> it, just, it did, yeah. yeah. yeah it's all red around you. Hey, what if we give the Transformers <laughs> lips? I don't make them look good, right? Lips. <laughs> So they're in the tunnel, these two, and the tunnel drone or something, it's basically a big thing that's coming at them to destroy them. And the only way out is Starscream blasts a gate, which sets off an alarm. And then the Autobots know somebody's down in level nine. Yeah, but but what would that thing have done if it got to the gate? Would it just stop and then somehow turn around and go the other way? Or would it go right through it or what? Because it does show that it keeps on driving. Once they get the gate out of the way, right? They, they go yeah. down that side tunnel. And they don't go down. Like, they fall a... down this tunnel accidentally, which leads them to the room with the negavator. So yeah. uh, what's all this shit about, uh, about Red Alert knowing all the tunnels and being the security expert? He stumbled into that room, literally fell <laughs> into it. So they get into the room with the negavator, and uh, they load the, they get in the thing. Or Red gets in the, in the cockpit, and they open the door. There's the Autobots. There was a yeah, funny scene they here. have to blow the door open because uh, yeah. the Autobots changed the, the security code yes. on, the, on the cell. So why would the controls for the lock be on the inside of the thing? Like, wouldn't you have to open it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Maybe, maybe they, they were but, on the outside yeah, they, and then health and safety came by and said, guys, guys, you have a 16-year-old kid here. What if he gets locked in? You oh, have to have a non-child yep. safety lock inside that he can access, or I'm sorry, we'll have to shut you down. <laughs> But they come out, and the uh, the Autobots are there, and there's a great scene where Optimus is saying, he's saying, Red, I can't let you leave with this thing. And as he's saying it, he steps out of the way so Red can drive right past him. <laughs> okay. That's good leadership. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, and as they're leaving, Red fires like a warning shot, blows out a, a bridge or something. Uh, but Megatron shows up, and as soon as he does, Starscream falls in line. I'm so sorry, Megatron! But ironically, he, he kind of saves Red Alert here because mm-hmm. he shoots him with his null right, which prevents Red Alert from exploding. Because yeah, oh yeah, all, all this stuff is kind of building up. It's like no, we got to get Wheeljack to look at this guy, otherwise, he's boom, and that's well, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, which we missed saying earlier is that out of nowhere in the city, uh, I think it was Hoist was like, oh yeah, if we don't find Red Alert, he'll explode. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> that wasn't a thing before. Why didn't you? Why, did you not know that when you were like, oh, you don't have to get checked up. You're fine. Red sets the Negavator to self-destruct, and the Decepticons run for it, and it blows. Most of the Autobots 
jump out to safety, but Red gets caught in the room. So who should go in but Inferno? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of his thing, right? Oh, totally. And it's, it's, a, it's a great wrap-up to, the, to uh, the episode in the arc. Red goes in, he finds Red Alert, and Red's like, dude, don't save me, I'm not a good Autobot. He says, screw you, you're a great Autobot. So he carries Red out, uh, or throws him in the back of the fire truck, they head out. And then there was... I don't know, this weird thing where a red alert's fine now, that negavator. And I didn't like that the negavator just, or uh, the nullifier ray just solved the problem. I would have liked to see them acknowledge it and work with him as friends. But Optimus says something like, uh, oh, the negavator was what caused all this. And I guess it was kind of my fault. The negavator didn't cause any of this. He had a problem in his head, whatever that was. Anyway, it was what it was. But there was a line where at the end... um, Oh, no, that was the next episode. Yeah, it was what it was. All right, so Prime says they have to take the Megavader back to the bunker. You know, that powerful tank thing Hoist and Grapple could have used to clear the rocks that they left unguarded that the Decepticons could have come back for at any point all this time. Anyway, they get it inside and take it down nine floors, then lock the thing behind a portcullis. Not some five-foot-thick steel wall, or at the very least a solid door. It's portcullis they borrowed from Castle Grayskull. I mean, because there's no way Soundwave or Megatron could transform and be tossed through the bars. No, sir. Why don't they put in a fucking moat and a drawbridge while they're at it? I mean, at the very least, maybe they could plug that hole in the wall that Red Alert and Starscream came in through. Either way, it's locked up, but it's still ready to go, still capable of firing. Would they just leave the keys in it? Like, take them out, there's a start, or, you know, remember the club? Get that thing on the steering wheel, or take a few spark plugs. And there's the end of yet another episode of the Transformers and the Transformers Netbreakers podcast show. Uh, well, I guess we'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Oh, oh wait, no, wait, forgot. Uh, if you the Twitter and at John Sobia, Paul McPherson, one, and tell a friend. and Something? Yeah. Something like that. All right, we'll see you next week, folks. <laughs> talk to you then. Smoke to I stuck jet. This episode lightly touched on issues of depression, but if you are dealing with that, talk to somebody, family, friends, or maybe even a medical professional. Yeah, because it, it is a very real thing, right? So like, if you're in Canada, you can call, and this is a very real thing for you, you can call the Canadian Suicide Prevention Service at one 456 4566 If you're 20 or under in Canada, call the Kids Help phone. It's 1-877-330-6366. And if you're in the States, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which is 1-800-273-8255. Help is out there.